So this week is uh, National Wills Week, 13 to 17 September. Ever thought about your will? Hmm. And what of these uh, electronic wills? Do they hold? Do they stand? Hmm. If I type an email and I send it to someone yeah. and just stipulate a couple of things that I'd like to see happen mm-hmm. when I die, does that qualify? Is it valid? You know what I mean? Mm. All of those things. Uh, we're going to discuss that right now. Director at Dubazana Attorneys and Tabiseng Dubazana joins us now on the line. Good morning. Thank you for your time. Good morning, Mosleva. Good morning, Pearl. Thank you for having me. Okay, let's start right at the beginning. What exactly does a will need to include so there is no limitation on what a will can include. You can put just about anything in your will. It's not unconstitutional and as long as it's not against public policy. So you can even put in the will how you would want your burial to be. If you want to be cremated, where you would want to be buried, all those things. Mm. If you want to put in things that are not of monetary value, mm. uh, but are of sentimental value, you can put them in the will. Like, for example, a ring or a teaspoon or whatever that you were given by your great-grandmother and you love so much. Mm. And you want to bequeath it to your, to your child, mm-hmm. you can put that in the will. Um, obviously, your financial your financials will be dealt with in the will. Um, the properties that you have, movable and immovable, mm. all these things, anything can mm. be put in the will as long as your intentions are clear in the will. Mm. You can put that in the will. And outside of a written will, which other ways are available to us to in order to um, have our, our our will be valid? Um, like a voice recording, would that be something that would suffice? Well, we are still very stuck in a very archaic um, mm-hmm. act. The, mm-hmm. the World Act is very old. They're 1953. Sure. The only amendment that was done was up, was up until 1996. Mm-hmm. So nothing hasn't been amended since then. So currently, in terms of Section 2.1 of the World Act, there's a stipulation on what you what a will what in what in, um mm. in, engulfs what a, a valid will is so it has to be written by the test data um it, in 96 it was amended to be that it can be typed typed out and printed out mm. so that's okay and then it, you also have to sign it ink ink sign it and then the witnesses also have to <laughs> sign it as well and then you have to initial every page so those are the general requirements of what a will should be mm. and they haven't changed until now. So there is a case though that was dealt with um, uh, the McDonald's case. So the McDonald's case is whereby this, the, the, the testator committed suicide mm. and then he left a note by the bed and said that my will will be found in the seed drive at work and he used to work for IBM and we find here mm. and whatnot. And then they mm. went there and then they printed out the will. So the master refused to accept that because it didn't follow the criteria of section 2.1. Ooh. And then it went all the way to court and then the court is like, you know what? Following the criteria of section 2.1 so strictly sometimes takes away from the intention of the test data. Mm. So they looked at section 2.3 of the world act, which is a little bit flexible, which says that we should look at the intention of the test data, whether or not this was intended to be a will. It is not notes, but strictly what a will ought to look like. So the court then granted the fact that that will can be accepted wow. as, as his last will and testament. Mm. But so far, that's all that we have. So it still can be challenged in any event. So, um, but then you mm. also have to look at the ECTA, so the electronic, electronic Communication yes. and Trans, um, Transactions Act. Mm. So that is specific in saying that, for example, um, you cannot do a, a state of immovable property with an electronic be like your ink. Mm. That also applies also 
wills as well. But now with the result of COVID and having to deal with a lot of virtual situations, mm. it is that the, that the legislature looks at amending the wills act to include certain kinds of signatures. But the only problem I think would be when it comes to the witnesses of the will, how are we going to authenticate who they are and all of mm. that? But me as a testator or testatrix, it would be easy for, for, for it to be determined, no, this, these were her intentions. Mm. This can be seen as the valid will. But the issue of the witnesses that have to sign, mm-hmm. that might be a, a, another area that might be a little bit murky going forward. Sure. And Tabi saying, uh, you know, some people will leave it literally up until their deathbed. What happens in a situation mm. where someone is gravely ill they can no longer speak um, or write and um, they express in one way or another that they would like to put together a will. What under those circumstances would be acceptable? So we would look at the doctor that was uh, nurse or the nurse that was, you know, handling the patient or, mm. the, or the late person, the deceased. Mm. So we would see if there were times whereby they would be in sound and sober senses, in order uh, sober enough to understand what is happening around mm. them in general. Mm. So if and then look at the time that the will was made and signed and mm. all of that. Was those times part of it where he was conscious and understanding mm. of what is happening? Mm. Because part of the requirement is that your will, when you make it, you should be in your sound and sober senses. You're not pressurized to do anything. Mm. So we have to determine whether at that stage when you're in such a grave situation of illness, did you understand what Mm. was being put down? Mm. Did you understand what you were signing for Mm. and Mm. all of that? So that will have to go to court in order to prove that the intentions were indeed of the deceased Mm. and not of anybody else that Mm. was in the room. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because it's, it's part of what has formed disputes and we've seen where families fight over you know what mm. the testator uh, has put down whether or not it's legitimate or not mm. what what are some of the things that we need to be very careful of as as, as people who who write wills as testators in terms of avoiding such issues come the day you are no longer on earth so i would suggest that you make a will while you're still like mentally and physically okay to do it so go see an attorney and start drafting your will and let them be appoint them if necessary to be the executor of the estate mm. don't appoint a family member because that all, always causes drama already as it is mm. today i have an urgent application in court because of that mm. so it's it's just it's a, it's a whole mess so mm. rather get somebody who's independent to then take care of the wealth, right? And then every two, three years or so, once you accumulate or lose certain things, then you go and you update your wealth. So mm-hmm. that is basically what I would suggest. Keep your will as up-to-date as possible so that by the time that you end up dying, then there is the latest will the latest information because wow the things that we deal with mm. is, is scary sometimes yeah on that note i wanted to ask you how often should you update your will because like you said i mean circumstances changes in everybody's lives there's births there's deaths there's divorces and things change on a constant basis so how often would you recommend that we we update our wills i would suggest make it every 24 months because there's a lot of changes that happen in 12 months alone, but give it enough time that, you know, the changes are significant enough on your life. So maybe every 24 months, make an update of your will so that it includes everything that would have been accumulated or lost during that time. So you can change the will. If you had a house that you were going to give away and as a result of life happening, that house had to be sold, then go and change your will and, and take out the issue of the house because now it will be a fact that, no, Marantani saying has a house where 
where and where, but that, mm. that house doesn't exist anymore because life happened and then it's not there anymore. So mm. just make sure that every 24 months at least, at minimum, at minimum, that your 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 will is updated. Some say up to say every six months you should change. That for me, that's too short of a period. Um, so that's why I would suggest 24 months. Yeah, and one last thing. I know you touched on it very briefly, and I don't know if that's the short answer of it. Um, if if there's a situation where there's a dispute over a will, mm-hmm. and you find you find mm-hmm. people who don't know much about legal systems and whatever, mm-hmm. what is your advice to somebody or family members, etc., on where to start in terms of trying to either uh, prove legitimacy, get what's theirs, and deal with these issues around the will? Where do they go first? Uh, unfortunately, you have to go to an attorney. Mm-hmm. There's no other way around it because now, if you're going to be um, disputing, for example, the signature and whatnot of the testator. You can get a, a, a handwriting expert on your own independently to assess whether or not this is indeed the signature of, of the deceased. If they can bring conclusive proof mm-hmm. that indeed it's not the signature of the deceased, then at least you have a good case and you can now approach an attorney and say, okay, this is what I found, this is what's happening, can you assist me to make sure that the will is declared as invalid? But if you're going to be questioning things about the contents of the world itself and say it is not possible that this person would have done this he was working under pressure or he was being forced to do something Mm -hmm. then now we have to do a whole investigation and see why would it be that he would do something like that so at the end of the day everything ends up in court because the court is the last say that will say whether or not the world is legitimate or not Tabi saying thanks for your time I know you've got a lot of matters to attend to so we'll let you go but uh, thanks for speaking to us this morning thank you for having me Director at Dubazana Attorneys, Ntabiseng Dubazana on the Morning Flavor, talking about wills and stuff like that. A lot can happen in two years. Sure. I mean, all you have to do is look at Njolo and the things that happen. Hmm. Hmm? Crazy.